In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. Good morning. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 20th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Today we'll take a look at the Carolina Panthers who made a big trade yesterday at the trading deadline, trading wide receiver Kelvin Benjamin to the Buffalo Bills. We'll look at the trade, the new defensive coordinator in Charlotte, Charlotte's sack attack, the series record, and we'll hear from Joe Person of the Charlotte Observer telling us how the Panthers got to their 5-3 and three mark. First of all, the, the Panthers traded Kelvin Benjamin to Buffalo for, for two picks, a third-round pick and a seventh-round pick. So we uh, talk, read our guys up in Charlotte. Uh, he was, you know, big, slow receiver, former first-round pick. His main thing was that he can get to some 50-50 balls. Actually caught the uh, winning touchdown last week to uh, help secure the Tampa Bay win. But um, interim general manager Marty Herney said they wanted to get some different skill sets on the field. They basically felt they had two of the same receivers and Benjamin and Funches who started to come around. And, uh, you know, Funches was a little bit, a little bit faster than Benjamin. So this allows them to get rookie Curtis Samuel, former Ohio State Buckeye, onto the field. So, uh, you know, they want to get faster. They want to be able to stretch the field a little bit better. And, uh, that's why they made the trade. But if you were on Twitter, Twitter last night, you saw that, uh, a lot of players from Carolina didn't really approve of this trade. And uh, quarterback Cam Newton was best friends with uh, Benjamin. So, you know, he probably won't be happy. So, probably was a good time for the trade for the Falcons unless, you know, Ron Rivera can pull his locker room back together in time before they face the Falcons on Sunday at 1 o'clock at Bank of America Stadium. So, one other big thing about their offense, they are second in the league in time of possession, uh, 33 point. 33 minutes and 34 seconds. So, um, you know, they've been doing a little bit better than last year. Uh, Uneven on offense, but the Panthers, it's about the defense up there this year and their new defensive coordinator. This is item number two for today. The defense has gone four games without giving up a touchdown. Uh, The new defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, comes over from the uh, secondary to take the uh, place of Sean McDermott, who went to Buffalo as the head coach up there. So what Steve is doing is um, they are uh, they're blitzing folks. They're blitzing them like crazy, and uh, it's working for them. Coach Rivera said they're blitzing 40% more than they have over the past six years. And the uh, defense is ranked second in the league uh, in giving up yards, 264 a game. 
But that's pretty impressive. You know, they played eight games, and in four of those games, the offenses have not scored, including last the last two games. And last week in their 17-3 win over Tampa Bay. The sacks. The sacks are coming. They re-signed Julius Peppers. They're not using him as a, uh, a linebacker to drop in coverage. When he comes in the game, he's rushing. So that's all he's got to do. Uh, they're managing him and resting him, giving him, uh, you know, the special treatment that the Falcons did for Freeney. However, he's been a lot more productive in his role with 7.5 sacks in eight games. He leads the charge. And with him coming off of one end, they've got Mario Addison coming off the other, and he's doing pretty good. So they've got 12, 13 sacks out of their two ends. Uh, Mario's got 5.5. Um, you know, and, and part of that is because they have Kiwan short, short coming up the middle, and Kiwan's got four sacks. So, uh, you know, they got Star, uh, Kyle Love. Uh, you know, they have enough guys in their defensive tackle rotation to, uh, you know, keep it, uh, keep their penetration going where the ends can get up the field and make the sacks. As far as the Blitzen's concerned, the key guy is Shaq Thompson. Uh, of course, you know, Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley are there too on the linebacker crew, but they talked about Shaq Thompson. Uh, when uh, Coach Rivera was talking on Monday about how uh, Steve Wilkes is using him to uh, aid the defense. And they're 27 sacks or second in the league behind Jacksonville. So Matt Ryan does great against the Blitz. I don't think they want to blitz him a lot, but we'll see if that's how they're going to play. Uh, there should be some open receivers. The line's got to hold up. And uh, the Falcons got to figure out how to get the ball back to their running backs. They haven't been able to get to the running backs here in the last uh, uh, three games. So this is a series that uh, has been uh, uh, pretty interesting over the last few years. You know, the Falcons dominated for a while. Uh, Michael Vick and Matt Ryan. Then, uh, you know, Carolina got a, got the upper hand there for a little while. And Falcons took it back and won both games last year by the score of 48-33. And 33 to 16. Uh, this, this will be the 45th regular season meeting between the Panthers and the Falcons. And the Falcons lead the series 27 to 17. Well, you know, the uh, Panthers are, you know, trying to rebound and get things together. The Falcons are hoping that they got uh, on the right track by beating Buffalo. Well, here, let's hear a little bit from Joe Person of the Charlotte Observer discussing the Carolina Panthers. Okay, I'm Joe Person here from the Charlotte Observer. Can you tell us how the Panthers got five and three this season? Yeah, it's been up and down, D. It's been, it's been funny. They, they've been winning mostly with their defense. Uh, very, very good defense, as you know, led by Thomas Davis and Luke Keekley. You know, they've, they've had four games where they did not allow the opponent to even score a touchdown, uh, an offensive touchdown. Uh, they have had a couple games uh, where the offense New England at Detroit. Those, those, were, uh, those were nice wins, but, but really uh, the consistency has not been there yet for the offense. Uh, they, they, they want to see Cam Newton uh, completing a few more down-the-field passes. He's been hitting Christian 
McCaffrey like crazy on these short passes, but uh, they got to open up the offense a little bit. And a little, can you talk about Christian? And uh, Bunches was hot there for a second. I think I saw a big game from the tight end Dixon, too. Yeah, you know what? You bring up a good point. They have been they've been playing without Greg Olson pretty much since week two. Uh, they're hoping to get him back at the end of November when he's eligible to come off IR. Ed Dixon had one nice game at Detroit, 175 yards, and and he does well. And frankly, this whole Panthers offense passing game does well when the play action game is clicking. And that's something that they've had a hard time establishing because they've had a hard time establishing their running game. Uh, Christian McCaffrey has, has been okay out on the edge. He's been very effective as a pass catcher. He's been less effective as a runner. Uh, the offensive line has not done a terribly good job of run blocking. So Jonathan Stewart hasn't really gotten going much. And as a result, Teams are stacking that box, man, and they're 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 daring uh, Cam and Funches and guys like that to beat them deep. Well, hey Joe, thanks for helping out here at the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Take care and have a great week. Awesome stuff there from Joe Person. He I talked to him yesterday before the trade. But he hit it right on the head. He said people are jumping in the box against the Panthers uh, because they can't stretch the field. Uh, that explains the Benjamin trade right there from Charlotte, Car- Charlotte, North Carolina, from Joe Person, the fine beat writer with the Charlotte Observer. Well, that wraps up the 20th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. We'd like to thank you all for downloading and subscribing and listening to the, to the Bowtie Chronicles. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Have a great day. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song. A celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-Hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop.